letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Wednesday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a tale of two cities when it comes to car thefts, getting ready for the legalization of marijuana, and the return of the PGA Tour to the Twin Cities this week. But we begin with the heat. The rain and storms overnight are moving out of the state. Now a heat advisory is in effect. WCCO Radio Chief Meteorologist Paul Douglas says we may end up seeing an excessive heat warning if the heat index exceeds 100. Not close to a record, but the humidity, all that water in the air, will make it feel like about 100 to 103 this afternoon and again Thursday afternoon. Enough sunshine for mid, even some upper 90s out there the worst heat south and west of the metro. I don't think it's going to hit the century mark, but mid to upper 90s, well above average, some of the hottest weather of the entire summer. Keep in mind that urban heat island, it's real. All that asphalt, all the buildings, additional heat, uh, it can be five, seven, eight degrees warmer than the outlying suburbs and greater Minnesota. So the heat is going to be worse in the downtowns. I think it will feel like 100 plus later on today. And with this heat, swimming pools look to be prime real estate across the metro. While it's important to keep swimming pool guests safe during days of extreme heat like this, it's also imperative that lifeguards are kept safe. Michaela Boyk oversees the Aquatic Center in St. Louis Park and says they're adding in longer safety breaks and making sure there's safe areas for guards to be in while they're working. Getting them an umbrella to put up, getting them under some shade and and still able to watch the water. We do have a couple rotations that are in the water, so under the the flies and in kind of in the shallow area where guards can walk in the water and cool off and have that time out of the direct sun. And if you're headed out to the pool to beat the heat, there are two main things that will make your day more manageable. Make sure that you're bringing water and bringing sunscreen. I would say those are the, the first two important pieces. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. The man shot three weeks ago near the Minneapolis light rail station has died now. Police say the male in his 30s was one of two men shot the evening of July 3rd in the 1300 block of Franklin Avenue. Three teens were arrested immediately. A 14-year-old was charged with assault, but NPD says those charges will probably be upgraded now. Minneapolis police responded to a shot spotter activation and a report of damage from gunfire to a duplex in the 3000 block of Emerson Avenue North. Inside that apartment, they found a 7-year-old who had been shot, another 11-year-old boy grazed by a bullet. Police Chief Brian O'Hara. The level of gun violence in this city is totally unacceptable. We are outraged whenever our children are victimized by senseless violence. But we are thankful that the injuries appear to be non-life-threatening. Speaking to reporters, he said they have found evidence of gunfire in the street, including shell casings and damage to property. They are following several leads. He says he believes it was random and that the children were not targets. The children are at North Memorial Hospital in stable condition. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Up in Minneapolis, down in St. Paul. It's a tale of two cities when it comes to car thefts. Minneapolis Police Department data show auto thefts, many of them Kias and Hyundais, are up 70% over last year, while in Ramsey County, Sheriff Bob Fletcher says they've seen a 32% decline. Fletcher telling WCCO's Chad Hartman the thieves are typically young people who use those cars to commit other crimes. On a regular basis, daily basis, they're using stolen cars to go steal other cars, to burglarize people's homes, 
to uh, ransack their cars and look for money. So this stolen car is no longer just a joyride vehicle as it was 20, 30 years ago. It's a tool of the trade. Fletcher says the county's success is in large part due to its 10-officer carjackings and auto thefts, or CAT, unit, which just received more funding from the State Commerce Department. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. The 3M Open is back. This week, the 3M Open returns to Blaine for its fifth consecutive year, welcoming world-class golfers to Minnesota and solidifying the city as a multi-sport recreation destination. Blaine Mayor Tim Sanders says the 3M Open has had an economic impact of over $50 million on the local economy. The 3M Open is just such a great way to showcase our city to the world. And it does have significant, you know, economic impact. Most of that $50 million does stay at home here in the city of Blaine. Mayor Sanders says the vision for Blaine's future is to expand its acclaim as a sports destination. There's more events out there that we can continue to host. We have two PGA golf courses here. The Minnesota United really are headquartered here in the city of Blaine. Tens of thousands of golf fans are expected to visit Blaine over the next five days. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. A program to help Minneapolis kids and their families find stable homes and stable schools is expanding. As much as you don't think that things stress your kids out, as much as you try to hide it, they notice. Nisha Lunglo has noticed that after being homeless and finding a stable home, her children are doing better in school and overall happier. So now I see that my kids are more, okay, I want to go to school. I want to go do this because I have this going on at school today. Or just all around just more happy knowing like this is my house. Nobody's going to come and say, oh, well, you have to leave. This is my house. The Stable Homes, Stable Schools program is expanding to include all schools in the city and has so far helped more than 4,000 kids. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Sentencing for a man who opened fire at the Mall of America last summer, Shamar Lark pled guilty in June to assault with a dangerous weapon after investigators say he fired multiple shots inside the mall's Nike store during an argument. Delaney Arnold, who helped Lark evade arrest after the shooting, was sentenced to home arrest and time in the Hennepin County Workhouse. A woman charged with aiding Lark is set to go on trial next month. Minnesota law enforcement officials are sharing an important message when it comes to marijuana legalization next week. Minnesota Department of Public Safety Commissioner Bob Jacobson says there's one message for Minnesotans when it comes to marijuana legalization and driving. Our message here today is that driving high is a DWI. In situations where a Minnesota state trooper or peace officer suspects a driver may be under the influence of cannabis, a drug recognition evaluator may be called to the scene. Office of Traffic Safety Director Mike Hansen says these clinical evaluations take between 30 and 50 minutes and typically take place off the roadside. What the, the DRE is looking at is the physiology of the, the individual who has been placed under arrest, um, some of the physical indicators of the different drug categories. Some of them speed us up, some of them slow us down. Hansen adds that evidence gathered from a drug recognition evaluator can often be the deciding factor in a DWI conviction. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, one of the nation's oldest athletic associations is having its annual conference for the first time in Minnesota at the place where it all began. They still have gymnastics classes and meets at New Orleans' historic Turner Hall. The 167-year-old building is front and center for Turnfest, bringing hundreds from other Turner Halls to the society's oldest building. Coordinator B.J. Campbell. They did used to promote a lot more basketball. They had saunas, they had the gym, weightlifting. 
So the idea is to kind of get people out moving, to kind of get them to be mindful of their body. In addition to gymnastics, there are volleyball matches, track and field, swimming, and yes, even pickleball. The Turnvine Society brought their nationalistic movement to America in the 19th century. And in case you don't know, Turnvine is the root word for tournament. Al Shock, News Talk A3O, WCCO. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.